This is City Journal Midday News for Triple R with Matt Harvey. Renee Davidson. And Marie Stella. Victoria has passed the 500 mark for daily COVID-19 cases. There were 514 new locally acquired cases, the highest number in more than a year. Only 148 are linked to new out- to known outbreaks and more than 300 are mystery cases. 12 people have died in New South Wales and of 231 others in ICU, 177 have not been vaccinated. In the meantime, the city of Albury on the New South Wales-Victorian border is going into a seven-day lockdown from six tonight. In regional Victoria, Ballarat residents are now in lockdown after more cases and exposure sites in the community prompted a seven-day stay-at-home order. Prime Minister Scott Morrison has announced an historic defence agreement with the United States and the UK aimed at countering the rising influence of China in the Indo-Pacific. I uh, am honoured today to be joined by two of America's closest allies, Australia and the United Kingdom, to launch a new phase of the trilateral security cooperation among our countries. As part of the deal, Australia will acquire a fleet of nuclear-powered submarines for the first time, Scott Morrison says the agreement is an historic opportunity for the trilateral partners to strengthen their security in uncertain times. China said it opposes any military expansionism by any country and it, if it's not in line with UN principles. Former Australian ambassador to China, Rick Smith, says China will likely double down on its criticism of Australia. I think that the tone will be one of uh, disdain perhaps contempt even. Uh, The Chinese uh, uh, generally regard with uh, disdain uh, countries which, as they put it, depend on others for their security, and uh, they will add to that uh, uh, case now. In the meantime, the announcement has sparked both environmental and welfare concerns. The Prime Minister has stressed that Australia is not seeking to establish nuclear weapons or civil nuclear capability. He emphasised that Australia will continue to meet all nuclear non-proliferation obligations. Australian Conservation Foundation spokesperson Dave Sweeney says there needs to be more discussion regarding nuclear weapons. This is a Trojan horse to the increasing nuclearisation of Australia. And what better vessel to introduce an idea under the radar than to do it with a submarine? And if there was a breach to that reactor through an accident, through a fire or an attack. That's a much more elevated threat. Meanwhile, New Zealand Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern has reacted to today's announcement, confirming any Australian nuclear submarines developed under the deal will be banned from New Zealand waters. A new report claims Australia is trailing other countries when it comes to unemployment benefits, which is pushing more people towards the poverty line. The OECD report says the Australian government should consider increasing unemployment unemployment support payments as well as increasing wages. Charmaine Crow from the Australian Council of Social Service says the welfare rate in Australia is too low. ACOS is urging the federal government to increase unemployment and related income support payments to at least $65 a day that would bring those payments to just above the poverty line. And that is the bare minimum that people need to cover the essentials like food, housing and healthcare. 
This hope legislation to be introduced later this year by the Victorian government will better protect LGBTQ plus people from discrimination in the workplace. The planned reforms aim to strike a balance between freedom of religion and equality. It would bring Victoria in line with other states like Tasmania, which has already adopted similar legislation. Anna Brown from Equality Australia says current Victoria laws are out of step with 21st century expectations. Everyone deserves to live, work and study with dignity and respect no matter who they are or who they love. For me, this is really another demonstration of this government's leadership and commitment to equality, including for LGBTQ plus people. A major shake-up for the ARI Awards this year, with the Best Female and Best Male Artist categories to be combined in a new Best Artist category. There will be 10 nominees vying for one award. Organisers say it reflects their commitment to embrace equality and the true diversity of the music industry. And now to sport. Melbourne Demons' Nathan Jones has announced his retirement ahead of next week's grand final between the Demons and the Western Bulldogs. The 33-year-old left the team's Perth base to return to Melbourne for the birth of his twins, but can't return due to border restrictions. The former captain has played 302 games over 16 years and won the club's best and fairest three times. And Sri Lankan cricketer Lasif Malinga has called his time on his 17-year career due to a knee injury. The 38-year-old became the highest wicket-taker and the most successful bowler in 2020 international history. Melinga gained a reputation for his unique bowling style, which is considered to be a major contributor to Sri Lanka's success. Moving on to the weather, uh, mostly sunny and a top of 18 degrees. Showers developing tomorrow and a top of 21. There's now a chance, there's a ch- also a chance for thunderstorm in the city's northwest. This has been City Journal Midday News for Triple R with Matt Harvey, Renee Davidson. And we'll